Hello, this is Father Toby with your word for today. And we're going to begin with today's gospel from the Mass, which is the beginning of uh, chapter 2 of Mark. When Jesus returned to Capernaum, word went round that he was back, and so many people collected that there was no room left even in front of the door. He was preaching the word to them when some people came bringing him a paralytic carried by four men. But as the crowd made it impossible to get the man to him, they stripped the roof over the place where Jesus was, and when they had made an opening, they lowered the stretcher on which the paralytic lay. Seeing their faith, Jesus said to the paralytic, My child, your sins are forgiven. Now some scribes were sitting there, and they thought to themselves, How can this man talk like that? Is blaspheming. Who can forgive sins but God? Jesus, inwardly aware that this was what they were thinking, said to them, Why do you have these thoughts in your hearts? Which of these is easier, to say to the paralytic, Your sins are forgiven, or to say, Get up, pick up your stretcher and walk? But to prove to you that the Son of Man has authority on earth to forgive sins, he turned to the paralytic, I order you, get up, pick up your stretcher and go off home. And the man got up, picked up his stretcher at once, and walked out in front of everyone. So they were all astounded and praised God, saying, We have never seen anything like this. So I overhear a couple in a pub having a massive argument. The wife is crying and shouting and saying, I can't believe after all these years you could do that to me. How could you? And with her of all people. The husband is in tears too. He's telling her, I'm sorry, it didn't mean anything. And she's saying, if it didn't mean anything, why has it been going on for the last six months? And he's now saying, I promise I'll be better, I'll change, I'll make it up to you, whatever it takes. And she's saying, I'm going to take you to the cleaners. I don't want your sorry. I never want to see you again. And at this point, I walk over and I told the man, I forgive you. At which point the man says to me, although in language a little more colourful than this, this is daytime radio after all, good sir, I really don't think this has anything to do with you. Perhaps you might just like to return to your table and continue your conversation and beverage with the people you came with. And the wife, the wife, she was indignant. You, you, you forgive him. What on earth has this got to do with you? How on earth do you think it's you who gets to forgive him? It's not you he cheated on. And at this point, the glass of wine she had looked poised to pour over her husband ends up in my face, though with less of the contents of the wine glass in my mouth than I generally prefer to be the case, and more in the eyes. Now, before you reconsider ever asking me to go for a pint with you, because you don't especially like fights, I should point out that this is a made-up story from my perspective but it's not a made-up story as far as Jesus goes. This is his authority. This is his audacity. All 
sin is an offense against Jesus because all sin is less than love. And we were made for love. And Jesus is love. And what is less than love is therefore an offense to the very being of Jesus and an offense to his dominion over the whole world. Whatever your sin, however private you think it is, it is still an offense against Jesus. But because all sin is an offense against Jesus, and because Jesus is God, he can forgive all sins. And that puts us in a conundrum if we refuse to forgive a sin which Jesus has forgiven. Because being more judgmental than Jesus is not good for you. But we also know how easy words can be. That husband, if things are going to work out with the wife, he has got a lot of work to do. And it's going to be more what he does than what he says that makes it right between them, that restores the trust and over time starts to heal the wound, even if it can never be forgotten. Words can come cheap, but Jesus' words are never cheap. And so God, Jesus, doesn't simply say, I forgive you. The word became flesh. And he did not just say, I forgive you in a room with a paralytic. He said it nailed to a cross.